from the Charlie Pete Studios, this is the Ellen Taylor Show. Hello, welcome to it. Episode number five of the Ellen Taylor Show. My name is Ellen Taylor. Right before I started recording, I'm checking my notes on my phone and all of a sudden alert. Russell Wilson is no longer the quarterback of the Seahawks. And I had to chuckle to myself because I've been saying this for months and I am not trying to start out this podcast and this episode with a ha ha, I told you so moment, but really it goes into what we're going to chat about today. I called this months ago. I said, Russ is done in Seattle. Once he hurt his finger, I was like, he's done. And no one believed me. No one took me seriously. And I get it because I am not a sports broadcaster. But a lot of it, I think, is because I talk about sports primarily with my male friends. Because males, more males than females, excuse me, like sports. I think more women now than ever like sports, but I think it's still more men like sports than women. And so when I'm talking with my friends about this, I don't think a lot of people took me seriously because what does a girl know about sports? And I'm like, ah, told you, believe me every now and then. So follow me for some sports updates. (laughs) Um, again, excuse me. Ooh, did a lot of talking this weekend. Um, the reason why I bring all of this up also, uh, is because Russell Wilson is doing exactly what It is that I'm going to be encouraging you to do, which is not going back to who you were or what you were at the beginning of this pandemic. We're not going to talk about the pandemic. We're not going to talk about, you should get vaccinated. We're not doing that, okay? But we are going to talk about the fact that as we are slowly but surely getting back to normal, that doesn't mean, mean that we need to go back to who we were two years ago. And we need to cut ourselves some slack in that because- We are not the same people that we were two years ago. Now, this is so much easier said than done. I just came back from a weekend in Atlanta and leading up to the trip, I had been telling myself, I'm going to start a diet and I'm going to get really strict. I'm sorry, not a diet, a lifestyle change, whatever. I'm going to get strict with it after I come back from my vacation. That's the perfect time to hit reset, right? A lot of us wait until January 1st, New Year's resolutions or whatever that might be. So um, I was waiting for the quote unquote perfect time to start this lifestyle change. I said, when I come back from my vacation, I'm going to do it. Now that type of thinking is called all or nothing thinking. If you are in therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, all of this stuff, a subcategory is all or nothing thinking. And that is something that I definitely struggle with because it does not, life does not need to be all or nothing. I don't need to wait until I come back from a vacation to start being strict with a diet. Can't I slowly but surely start doing little things that will lead me towards a healthier lifestyle that will get me more sustainable goals? Yes, logically, that makes sense. But my brain does not think logically. My brain thinks illogically. And I'm hoping that by giving it a name, I help myself into realizing that life does not need to be all or nothing. And as usual, I share these stories because I hope that either you can relate to it and realize that you're not alone. And if you don't think like this, you're made aware that other people, maybe those that are close to you, do struggle with this type of all or nothing thinking. And you can kind of maybe give them a little bit more grace as they work through all of it. Okay. Um, We don't need to go back to who we were two years ago because... 
we are not those people. We've been through a lot. But let's use this all or nothing thinking to our advantage. If you are an all or nothing thinker like me, let me challenge you into believing that this is the quote unquote perfect time to change who you are. We're coming out of this pandemic. We are getting more and more back to quote unquote normal as the days go by. I was waiting, I think, until I saw Los Angeles lift their mask mandates because California, especially LA, has been so strict, West Coast in general. And so when they lifted their mask mandate, I was like, okay, well, not that COVID is over, but definitely the shift has changed and we are closer to, again, quote unquote, normal. So with that being said, I think it's automatic for us to want to go back into cruise control. Let's jump back to what we were doing two years ago. Let's get back to our lives. It's kind of like COVID put a timeout into everything, right? And it did. But we need to think about it differently. The pandemic didn't time out on life because time continued even though we were stuck inside, even though it feels like time stood still because time does not stand still. Whether we want to or not, time will continue to move on. And that's exactly what's happened. Time has continued to move on, even though I think mentally, psychologically, we needed to tell ourselves that it stood still. I think that when we told ourselves that life has come to a halt, the world has stopped. There was some truth to that, but I think it was also a little bit of a um, defense mechanism because we didn't want to believe that the world or time was continuing on because then we had to grieve the two years that we've missed out on. We had to grieve and be sad about the opportunities that passed us by because we couldn't do anything about it. That was outside of our control. But what we could control was our mindset, which was everyone is on hold. Everything is on hold. And it was, and it is, and it's true. But Time also continued to move on. So both things can be true, right? Time can stand still and time can still move on. No, I should say it like this. The world stood still, but time still continued on. Let's think about where you were two years ago and what dreams you had. I was, oh, I never shared this. Here we go. When I left the television station in, well, March 4, 2020, I said, I'm going to take some 10 days R&R, and then I'm just going to reassess and figure out what it is that I wanted to do next. I was okay doing radio again. I was okay going back to television. But what I really wanted to do was find a way to work in the NFL, work in the league, work in professional sports. I would still love, and I'll put this out there for whoever hears this, I would still love to be able to go and work for the Seattle Seahawks. You call me, I am there in a second. But the Seahawks didn't have an opportunity. However, the Minnesota Vikings did. So as I was driving back from Seattle to Michigan, again, this was mid-March 2020, I had put together this great package, real references from all of the athletes and coaches that I knew, 
uh, people that I had worked with within the Seattle Seahawks organization, um, ref anybody. And I, I mean, when I have a goal in mind, there is nothing stopping me. And I wanted this position. This position essentially was going to be an in-house reporter for the Minnesota Vikings. You're telling the stories of the players of the organization um, from the inside out, essentially. And I would be like that one-stop source for everything when it came to that team. Like this was what I wanted to do. Yes, I love sports, but what I love most about sports, primarily when it comes to the athletes, is their stories because a lot of them have such unique stories of, you know, overcoming obstacles because it is hard to get into the league, right? And if there are 52 men on a team, those are 52 different stories that I would have loved to have the opportunity to share. And I believe that when you connect with someone personally, there's a bigger impact. That also goes for um, brands, for example. I was actually talking with a friend over the weekend. He has like a roofing construction um, type of company. And he was like, oh, I'm thinking about hiring a social media coach because, you know, we need to show the behind the scenes of roofs and things like that. And I stopped him and I said, no, because guess what? I don't, me, I don't care about roofs, but I'm going to need a roof at some point. So it's all about brand recognition. And I referenced a company, Duolingo. It's a kind of like a Rosetta Stone, a learn foreign language company. And on TikTok, what they do is they utilize their mascots, this little green blob owl thing. And they've made him a character who is also in love with Dua Lipa and doing these things. Now, does that owl blob mascot loving Dua Lipa make you think or have anything to do with learning a foreign language? Absolutely not. But if I wanted to learn a foreign language, guess what brand is going to be top of mind? Duolingo because of that little green orange blob. So that's what I was saying to my friend who was talking about the roofing company. I was like, not that he needs to have like a little mascot, but you need to tell a story and connect with people. And that's essentially what I wanted to do with the Minnesota Vikings. This was what the job description was going to be. So I applied for all of that and I was so excited and we had had a couple of conversations and then the world stopped and they didn't even know if they were going to have a season that year. So that was hiring that position was not their first priority. So needless to say, I did not get that job. I don't even know if they even filled that job or if they just absorbed. I don't know what happened, but nonetheless, that's what I was going to do. And I thought it was great. Seahawks again, if you want to do that, we should talk. Um, but now thinking about where we are again, March 2022, it's not like I can go back right to the Minnesota Vikings and say, hey, remember that job? I just proved my point. I don't even know if it still exists. And honestly, that's probably not even on their radar anymore because the world has changed so much. The world has stood still, yet it has changed so much. The world has stood still, yet time has continued to move on. So when I thought about starting this show and this podcast, essentially at the core of it came from, it stemmed from, let me get back on the horse. I've been out of the game for over a year um, at that point. Actually, this month is two years since I have been on the air professionally. Uh, I should say uh, with a major company behind me, okay? 
So it was about getting back on the horse to show that I could still do it. Of course I could still do it. Come on. It's like riding a bike, right? But I didn't need to go back to what it was that I was doing in the same way that I was doing it. I went into cruise control, if you will. I went into what was comfortable listening back to these episodes. And I know we're only five episodes in, but something interesting happened as I was editing last week's episode. And especially at the part where I talked about the golden rule versus the platinum rule. The golden rule is treat others the way you want to be treated. And I was like, oh, the platinum rule should be treat yourself the way you want to be treated. And it was in that moment as I was editing because editing takes way longer than actually recording the podcast, I'll tell you that much. But when you hear yourself over and over again, you start to take your own advice, I suppose. It was very weird how that happens because when the camera is on and the microphone is on and I start talking, I get into not necessarily show mode, but I'm in the zone, right? I'm working. When I'm editing, I put myself in the position of you, of you who's listening or you who's watching. And I think about, is my message... And the intention of the message coming across to those that I'm hoping are consuming it, which in that moment as I'm editing is myself. So I'm essentially talking to myself. (laughs) They say it's only a problem when you start answering yourself, right? Um, So I stopped and I had been editing for a long time. So I stopped and um, confession, I was a little not low. And I had this moment where I gave myself permission to be heard. And I I wrote it down, actually. I wrote it down. Hold on. Here it is right here. This pink, bright pink post-it note that matches my bright bright pink lipstick today. (laughs) I said, I literally give myself my advice when I listen back to each episode during editing. In big, bold letters, I wrote, your opinion is worth hearing. I needed to tell myself that my opinion was worth hearing and that it is okay to share those opinions. And it is okay to not go back to what it was that I was doing five, six, 10 years ago on the radio. I don't need to tell dating stories. I don't need to talk about love is blind reunion, although I love that show, right? I don't need to pretend that I don't like sports. There was many occasions where I was told I had to downplay my love of the Seahawks and of sports in general because that wasn't relatable to women. A man told me this, several men told me this, that as a woman... I needed to downplay what was seen as um, something that men are interested in and not women because I'm representing women. (laughs) What a crock of shit. But anyways, and I went with it. I went with it. I should have known better, but I didn't. I went with it. It went so far as to the point where I couldn't even say um, the Seahawks uniforms. I had to call them costumes. I literally remember going on the air, it was when the Seahawks had their like action green uniforms on, you know, those, I'm going to call them ugly, ugly neon green jerseys with the matching neon green pants. They're terrible. And I was not allowed to say, oh, the Seahawks uniforms were terrible. I had to go on the air. I was told, encouraged to call them. The Seahawks costumes were very ugly last weekend. That had, that was not me. I knew that they were uniforms, but I needed to play like they were costumes. Now that also, again, I should have known better. I should have stood up. um, I should have taken a stand against that, but there were bigger fish that needed to be fried and I needed to pick my battles. That was not a battle that I 
uh, again, there were bigger fish to fry and that was a small, small little fish. So I just went with it. But I don't need to go back to that now because again, I also am independent. I don't have a company. I don't have anybody signing my checks. Now is a great time to say, if you can support the Ellen Taylor show, please do, because I would love to be as independent as possible. If you go to ellentaylor.com, there is a support the button show right there. Um, I hate, I hate asking, but now seems like a great time because I'm proving my own point about why I love being independent and love being able to talk freely and openly. Um, Yeah, and it's not controversial. It's just I should be able to be who I am, which is a woman that loves sports, okay? So as I start recording and releasing these first few episodes of the Ellen Taylor show, I find myself going back into what I've always done, which is I'm going to tell the dating stories. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then as I was editing last week's episode, I stopped and I thought to myself, you don't need to go back to who you were. Does that mean that who you are now two years later, post-pandemic, is completely different to who you were then? Or can you pick and choose which pieces of yourself you bring into this post-pandemic world and life of yours? Take, for example, the caterpillar. Caterpillar goes about its day, doing its thing, and then it wraps itself up into a cocoon. When it is in the cocoon, Does time stand still? No. The caterpillar's life is on hold as it's wrapped up in this cocoon, but time continues to move on. And when the time is right, the caterpillar emerges as a beautiful butterfly, right? Metamorphosis. Is that not what's happening right now to us as human beings? From a a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic comes a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to metamorphosize. But unlike the caterpillar, who looks nothing like it did, right, when it becomes a butterfly, we are humans and we are people, and we can take the bits and pieces of us that we liked that served us before the pandemic and can bring those pieces with us into this world now, but we can also leave behind what wasn't serving us. Now, as we come out of this, I think we really need to acknowledge and grieve the things that we did miss out on because the world didn't stop. Time continued on and we missed out on things. I talk about the high schoolers and the college kids. I talked about those last episode, right? They missed out on two very prime years of their life that they will never get back. The world stood still, but time did not stop. They can't go backwards. I decided at 35 that I blinked and turned 35 and that I needed to do a better job of a work-life balance. So at 35, I stopped. I hit a hard stop. And guess what? Quote, unquote, the world stopped. And here now I am at 37. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I missed my chance. I can't go back. It's not like, okay, COVID's over. I'm 35 again. Let me continue along around our way. That's not, that's not the case right? But instead of looking at it negatively, because that's the easy thing to do, let's actually take a few minutes or take some time, whatever that is for you, and get into your space, whether it's you driving along the car, you're driving in the car, going out for fresh air, or getting a little not low and just letting your brain wander, or whatever it is, process and grieve the life that you thought that you were going to have for the last two years, and then close that chapter 
and be intentional about what it is that you're going to bring forward. I follow Plies on Instagram, old school, not even really rapper, hip hop artist, whatever. He cracks me up. So vulgar, but he cracks me up. Uh, and at the beginning of the pandemic, they, he had said something on his Instagram stories and it really stuck with me and I'm sure he did not create it, but, um, he's the reason why I remember this very vividly. And, uh, there was a, uh, high school student, I believe athlete and his mom, and they were so upset because this was a, I mean, very talented high school football player that was probably going to get some full ride scholarship. It was going to be ridiculous, but his senior year got canceled because of the pandemic. And of course, mom was upset because child has worked, you know, his entire life. And of course, mom goes along for the right, right? Like this was a big deal. The pandemic put a hard stop on that. And Ply said to this family, what God has for you, he has for you which is true. If you don't believe in God, that's fine. The universe, karma, whatever it is that you do believe in, what the world has for you, it's for you. You're telling me that God, universe, karma, whatever it is that you believe in, did not know, prepare, or plan for the pandemic. Do you think it caught them off guard like it caught us peasants of humans? Absolutely not. This was part of our story that we could not control, but we still need to believe and have faith again in whatever it is that you believe in. For me, it's God, but it doesn't need to be for you that what's supposed to happen will happen. I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I do believe that things happen the way that they're supposed to. You can't tell me that there is a reason why mothers lose their babies, you cannot tell me there's a reason why for that, right? You cannot tell me that there was a reason why I lost Charlie when I did or how I did or whatever, but things happen the way that they're supposed to happen because when one thing happens in your life, now that changes. It's a butterfly effect, man. Butterflies are a theme of this entire episode, right? When one thing changes, it affects the rest of your life. We might not know all of the instances and ways in which it changes our lives, right? But what I, this is exactly what I'm trying to say is that right now in this moment, we do have the opportunity to be cognizant of the changes that we make now moving forward. We couldn't plan or predict the pandemic. We don't know what's going to happen moving forward. But what we do know is that we have this opportunity to take the bits and pieces of us that we liked, however few or many that might be for you from before, and now apply that to now. But you can also selflessly, self, no, without guilt, let go the pieces of yourself that weren't serving you, that either they weren't serving you then, or if they were serving you then, are not going to continue to serve you now in the world that we live in, whatever that is. For me, again, it is, I don't need to go back to being that girl who talks about her dating life so everyone can live vicariously through you. You grow out of that at some point, right? And I also, over the last two years, have really enjoyed regaining some of my privacy back. I understand why I needed to do it when I was younger, when I was working in radio and working, not in television, I didn't really have that chance or opportunity to talk about my personal life. I kind of liked it like that. Um but I needed to play up being the single girl. That was my character, if you will. I don't need to do that now. 
and I'm not going to feel bad or guilty about not sharing that part of my life anymore. Does that mean that I'm never going to share it? No, but I don't need to go back into cruise control, into autopilot and just be that person again because I'm not that person anymore. But the part of me that was raw, vulnerable, that was talking about the things that I just, for whatever reason, can't keep inside that I have the guts to talk about, which is, I don't know, things like mental health or whatever it is that you're struggling with or, you know, embarrassing things that I do like to share. I will continue to share those things because I do like that part of me and I do like to share those things, but I don't need to share everything. So again, this goes for whatever field, area, part of your life that pertains to you. I understand not everyone is a radio personality or a, you know, television reporter. I get that. But a lot of us have also changed jobs. So it's going to be easier for you if you changed careers completely, which a lot of us have. But if you didn't, let's say you are going back to that same job or you're going back, you maybe don't work for the same company, but you're doing the same same job just for a different company you don't need to keep doing what you've always done period end of story you don't need to so I want to give you the permission to give yourself the grace to change and grow we don't need to go back to normal that doesn't exist first off normal doesn't exist and we can't here's some tough love we cannot go back and get back the last two years. Yes, the world quote unquote stopped, but time moved on. We changed. Don't feel the pressure of going back to who you were. As if we don't have enough shit to deal with right now, right? Trying to get back to who we were, stop. Don't even waste your energy trying to go back to who you were because that person doesn't exist and that situation that that person existed in doesn't exist anymore either. If you need to take time to grieve that, then by all means, grieve it. But don't bring that into the future. You don't have to. The weight will be lifted off your shoulders when you realize that. And I think I realize that editing last week's podcast. I thought to myself, I can't be serious. I can't be doing these types of things. I I can't do that because I've always been Ellen Taylor who loves talking about the Seahawks in their costumes because that's what I was told I needed to do. That's not who I am anymore. Am I 100% different? No, I'm still me. But we grow, we change, our interests change. And if you are like me and you have that all or nothing thinking and you wait for the perfect time to start the diet, to start whatever it is, which spoiler alert never happens. There is no perfect time for anything. But if you are like me and you're looking for the perfect time, this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to metamorphosize, to be that butterfly. The caterpillar wasn't bad. Caterpillar did what it needed to do. The caterpillar survived in its world that it was living in. But if the butterfly goes back and tries to act like a caterpillar, it's not going to work. You're a butterfly now. Why would you go back and try and be a caterpillar? Caterpillar wasn't bad. But the world in which the caterpillar existed doesn't exist anymore. Be the butterfly. Hmm. Man, I'm going to start taking my own advice. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I'm the show merch available up at ellentaylor.com. That's how you can support the show. Also, if you go to ellentaylor.com, click on that button, support the show. 
you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. Month, it really helps me out because then I can can continue to remain independent and not go back and work for people who tell me that I have to pretend like I don't know that Seahawks wear uniforms and not costumes, okay? Thank you so much for listening. The Ellen Taylor Show. I will see you back here next week.